It's time for Fumble Through. Fumble Through. A podcast that knows with the coming of spring, it's time to bury all your money in the backyard to make the soil rich. Who's coming what? Yeah, They'll just be putting microplastics in the yard. It would, with your money. Yeah, well, yeah. Virginia Woolf once said, I enjoy the spring more than autumn now. One does, I think, as one gets older. And in that vein, let me ask you guys this. What is your favourite season and has it changed over the years and what makes it so good? I'm a little... Why are we quoting Virginia Woolf? Well, because who's afraid of Virginia Woolf, Oh, uh, okay. So what, what is your favourite season of the year? There's four of them. It's Does not it have to be in this country? No, it doesn't have to be in this uh, country. Okay, I'll That's go first. I'll go, I'll go what makes spring it in the UK. Why? Spring in the UK because it's... Usually, like um, you'll have a clear sky. So it's one of the seasons within the UK that you can almost guarantee that you're not going to have nothing but grey clouds all mm-hmm. the time. So you get the beautiful, crisp mornings, clear blue sky. It's still cold enough to get like a morning frost on the grass, fresh, just fresh. Mm-hmm. It is just a feeling of freshness. Okay. Absolutely love it. We get close to that here in the winter, actually, on those mornings when you wake up and it's like 10 degrees, but it's still lovely and sunny and clear sky. Yeah. Be not cold enough to get that nice. And is that just because it's also the juxtaposition of coming out of, of, of like- yeah, you know, the winter. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like, you'll get the moments where you can walk on the grass and the it, it crunches because mm. of the um the frozen dew. Wow! In the morning, wow. beautiful. See, I've spent some time in the UK, not as much as you, Luke. And I liked more that Wimbledon period of time. Like, is that that's more summer, right? Wimbledon. Yep. yep. Only because everyone's out, you know, one ray of sunshine. And rain, every- or, rain or shine, right. everyone's out. <laughs> but there's nothing, like, you know, pub life in London is yeah, amazing. Yeah. And in winter, it's brilliant. But when they open up those beer gardens yep. and courtyards and you're sitting out there with a jug of pims and yep. sitting in the sun, it's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the river, you know, people rowing down the river mm. in their boats. It's so lovely. So you know, I, th- I think for me, I-, I would push it a little later than that crispness because I think, I think there's a, a more vivaciousness that comes to the culture as the sun comes out. People for kind sure. of lose their hibernation. Yep, yep. People, eighteen degrees hits, and everyone's down at the beach in the bikini and oh, any bit of grass and yep. someone's sunbaking on it. That's right. <laughs> down on the pebble beaches. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the pebble, pebble beach far away <laughs> in time. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. That's and nice. If it gets too hot, then it's shit. Because <laughs> there's nowhere is set up for that crap. <laughs> no, there's no such thing as aircon in the UK. <laughs> that's funny. What about you, Lindsay? Um, I think that's a bit of a harder question for Australia, especially Queensland. Like, um, I'm going to say spring mainly because for one simple reason of jacarandas. Mm. I fucking love jacaranda yeah. trees. Oh, nice. And, lovely colour, lovely smell. Yeah, and when they bloom, it's pretty awesome. You know, Christmas is coming and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like we're pretty blessed in Queensland where, yeah, every, like, 
I'm one that doesn't excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the most Australian thing I've never heard you say. It just rolled off the tongue. <laughs> I wasn't even going to be that. <laughs> I changed what I was going to say halfway through. Were you kicking tires on the that? Every comes out. <laughs> but like, I feel like every every um, season has a bit of its own thing. Like, it's pretty much fairly similar. Yes, summer can be hot, but I don't have an issue with the heat. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We've grown up in that, I suppose. Yeah. Your climate. So, like, I don't, yeah, I don't have a massive issue with the heat. I don't, winter's still nice and sunny here, and if you're out in the sun, it's still warm. So, mm-hmm. I feel, feel like they're pretty, pretty normal, but I'd say spring just full of jacarandas. Yeah. I'm an autumn guy. I do like my autumn. I like winter. Though, more. The the end of autumn, beginning of winter is my favourite time. So so are you an autumn guy or are you a winter guy? Let me think. Let me think. I think I might be a winter person. A winter guy. Oh, right. Yeah, I think I might be a winter person. Or do you like autumn because winter's coming? Uh, Yes. Yes. I don't know who winter is, but good on them. Yeah. Yeah. The anticipation (laughs) The anticipation. I like autumn because the leaves turn brown. There's a lot lot of stuff- (laughs) There's a lot of stuff do going, they, do they, they going, they going on. Not here, they In go. summer, they, they turn brown because they're burnt right. to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, leaves turn brown here. No, they don't. Evergreens we everywhere. lived in a house with a pecan nut tree that, oh, that was deciduous. Oh, one tree some fucking leaves once. But there are deciduous trees yeah, yeah. in Australia. Oh, but la-di-da, deciduous. But I like, I like the times of year where there's there's stuff going on like i can't stand summer i hate st- summer yeah, well, you it's don't like hot. the beach you don't it's like still sand. it's there's nothing you can do it's oppressive and it really gets my goat but i like like i'm a big fan of of blustery windy movement energy in in nature kind of stuff and in voice so <laughs> yeah so like but yeah you know, i like i like a nice rainy day i i enjoy a good storm no, I- I I have to run the world to get away from that crap. I can that. I, I, I could see why <laughs> yeah. it would be like cold and rain and and yeah. constant would probably be pretty fucked. But here, it's like you know you get a yeah. Kind of storms here are something to yeah. behold. Yeah. They really are a big storm. But I think in the winter I like it because it's it's gen- generally a little windier. There's a little more action in the world. And even when there's not, there's an energy in the air that I really like. You don't mind a, a cold evening around a fireplace? Oh, I love it. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, I yeah. love it. To be fair, yes, yes. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And, I, and I, I, the colder- the colder, the clearer, the better. Yeah. For me, like the going camping in negative degrees is is great. Put rain on top of that, fuck that. Yeah. yeah. I just had that experience and it yeah. was shit. Yeah. But yeah. It's it's interesting. Has it changed is that since you were a kid? Is though? that because you like the feel of the what? What is it about that crisp, energy? Crisp, There's an energiness right. to me. Like I, I feel like there, there is there is a, a real power yep. in nature with with that. Like even standing outside on a crisp, cool night, looking at the stars. Yeah. I prefer that than standing out on the same. It could be the same visibility of stars during yeah. summer, and, and I wouldn't like it as much because I feel like everything's just so hot and it yeah. radiates. There is, heat yeah, there's a point in the summer here where you get you're like I can't take any more layers off yeah the aircon's cranked up oh, like, yeah. it's just oppressive it sucks the energy yeah. out of you right i mean like yeah you're only further north than where we are currently in queensland it just gets worse yeah, as yeah. Well. Like, oh, yeah, you when, lived, we, yeah. when we were looking to move 
back. I, that was only the condition I had is I am not living in Northern Territory or North Queensland because it's just humid as well. well I don't know what I'm, I said to Northern Territory, but I don't know. Does it get humid up there as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff that. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. the winter of twenty-seven degrees when we mm-hmm. got married, and then we flew down and honeymooned in Melbourne, and it dropped twenty degrees in that that distance was yep. amazing because we got actually Melbourne was that particular time when we were there in, in the July um, was um, like a UK spring, yeah, yeah. Like crisp, clear. It it's was very fantastic. similar. Yeah. A little bit of rain in that as well. Cause obviously it's Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just to be able to buy coats and stuff. And I was just, cause I was craving for that kind of weather at that point after three months of just nothing, but you know, has, it, has, yeah. has your preference changed since you were a kid? I think I would have probably been a bit more summer when I was a kid. Cause I, yeah. I, I guess I linked that to school holidays mm-hmm. as well. Okay. And just, you know, the, the fun and activities that you do when you're not at school and the weather's okay and you're mm-hmm. about and just chilling with your mates and stuff. Yep. I would say something similar. I think as a kid, you don't feel as hot maybe, mm. or you don't, it, it's not as. It just doesn't bother you. I it, think. Yeah. I don't. Well, cause you just go outside and douse yourself with a hose and fuck, yeah. fuck yeah. the consequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't matter if I'm wet all day and stink yeah. or whatever, cause I've got nothing else to do or whatever. I think for me, that, that is probably when I was an autumn kid. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. probably when I was, I like summer because of the holiday aspect, mm. but I think if I go back to actual temperature and the world around me, that's when I would have loved autumn. And it's as an adult, I've moved into, into winter because I'm fat and I like wearing tracksuits <laughs> and, and leisure wear. And winter allows me to cover up my layers. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. like Dimity and I would love going to. Is that a very- why you don't like getting in the pool in the summer because you show your blowhole? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shave my back. Do you know I love going to cold places because partly because we do like a fireplace and the kind of the feel of that and the crispness of the of a place. We love a glass of wine mm. on a fireplace in a, in a cold area. But also, and particularly Dimity, she loves the ability to shop with more accessories. There's a jacket. There's a yeah, beanie. There's a, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a whole scarves. heap. But there's a yeah. whole heap of yeah. things that go with. And I get that. I, you know, I really do understand that. Where, you know, here in summer, it's a singlet and underwear. And if you don't, if you get the singlets too much sometimes. Like, yeah, we've you know, seen you, Brett. Yeah. Um, so I've got a cu- I've got a list going on because it's not one, <laughs> it's one season. It's season four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, my first seasoning is chilly. Um, I really love a oh, season, not seasoning. Okay. The, the, uh, what I'm thinking about is moments in times in the mm. season that I'm remembering and why, like, why I loved it. There was a moment when we were in the UK and we went to the Giants Causeway and it was the middle of winter on the shore of kind of the northernmost part of Ireland and this beautiful kind of rock kind of breakout into the ocean and we were being swept by this brutally cold wind with water droplets from the ocean and it was crisp as fuck is and that, cold. It, that strikes me like a cold, The is it yellow, the video where he's on the beach and it's cold? Yeah, or, maybe. Or the James maybe. Blunt one where he jumps it, off the, it, into it, the ship. I like keep thinking kinda... about Hagrid's Island from, oh, yeah, yeah, from yeah, okay. Harry yeah. Potter. Yeah. Um, but it was so, like, the life in the, I think that's where I'm resonating with you, Justin, is there was this energy that came off of that breeze Ooh. standing in that place, in a place that obviously had seen so, so much, 
And I think there was a moment there that I went, I, I could be here, I could be in this space, in this kind of climate for a, a long time, and I don't, I feel like it, it, it was filling me up with energy rather than Drain. draining me up. Sucking me up, <laughs> removing my energy, yeah. and and that's Depleting. why I struggle with summer here because it just you, there's no there's no recourse for it, and 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 I'm it's just so much. depleted. But I do when I travel, I will chuck the air conditioning on at like 18 degrees and then jump under that doona because mm. I love that crisp and warm kind of juxtaposition. Mm. Is, um, is is that though more memory that is triggering something that you're linking to the season rather than a love for the season itself? Well, I, I'm not sure how to separate the two because the love for me, the love of something is because, because like of the experience being, I had in it. Because, yeah, I've been to like some of the big cliffs in Galway and like yeah. the cliffs of Moa and yeah. Mo, Moa. Anyway, um, I don't I'm sure I remember how they say it, but like that, that breeze is always going to be crisp and cold coming mm. off the ocean mm. and it's always going to be windy. Mm. So I don't know if that, like, that's spe- not trying to poo poo your memory or anything but to me that's the the area it's geography not season yeah memory ruined <laughs> right cool sorry <laughs> i don't think i would have liked that in summer i think is what i'm saying i wouldn't have liked that place in the summertime it wouldn't have had the same feel it wouldn't have been slate gray skies it would have been a bit brighter and a bit crisper and i don't know that it would have had the same impact we were doing- was it a big sky like are we talking yeah. like just a massive big sky? on rolling hills like, on the like the, it far, was yeah. rocks and then rolling we were doing cartwheels all over the hills and yeah. really enjoying like it was clear cold windy all the things we had parkers on with our hoods up done up around our heads because it was so you know doing it was cartwheels cartwheels on the grass <laughs> Can you show us one right now? That'd be a great TikTok. Have you been eating mushrooms? <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, possibly. I do eat. Fielded I do like mushrooms. to eat. Did, did you pick any wild mushrooms on that day? No. And then, you know, I, I love a spring morning. I do love a spring morning. And I love um, thunderstorm season in mm. Queensland. We were out, you know, today and there was a storm in the afternoon and I mm-hmm. was lollipopping when the storm broke. For like just work. as school went yeah, out yeah. today. But it yeah. was like two minutes, but it was beautiful and it refreshed everything and everything crisp that, and that, that is, there smell is like came out. Certainly here, you really feel like you get thunderstorms and humidity in the UK, but one of the things I've noticed here in the summer is it, the oppressive humidity and the thunderstorm comes in and just clears it. Yeah. Like, and it is such it a- makes it 10 times worse yeah. afterwards. <laughs> and then, yeah, and it's, then it's such soupy. a shift, like very tangible shift. Yeah. After that happens. That's 20 minutes after a thunderstorm or even being in it. Like I loved my childhood memory is running around in those storms and, and, you know, being able to play in the middle of a really hot day while it's raining, but the rain is as warm as a bath. The and lightning's going. I used sure. to call that the quickening. Yeah. I, I, I have to say uh, my first experience of a proper thunderstorm here uh, in this country was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't imagine. We were, it was the first couple of weeks we'd arrived. Uh, we were in the Gold Coast because um, we were staying with friends at the time. And um, I remember being out with at least, it was only like one in the pushchair and Sarah. And we're looking out across the horizon. And I'm like, wow, look at those, those clouds. That looks like a pretty savage mm-hmm. storm. Walking along a bit more, I looked up and it's like, oh, that's getting here pretty uh-huh. quick. And like we start rushing to get back to the, the apartment, but we got caught up and it landed on us and it was raining so hard. I couldn't see mm-hmm. 
a meter in front of me, the pram filled up. It, like Elise is, is sat in a puddle in this pram, pram basically, <laughs> and there is lightning and thunder yeah. going off all around. I just left Sarah. I ran. <laughs> I, I was like, "You look after yourself. I'm going to get the kid into safety." Like it was, it was terrifying. Yeah, just how quickly that shifted from like, "Oh, this is beautiful," to "I'm going to die." But imagine then being in that. Knowing it's coming, knowing what that is, having lived through that, and then going, we're going out and playing in the gutters when it's like this massive torrent of waters coming down the street on the bottom of a hill, flying water everywhere, putting boats in, you know, <laughs> leaf boats in the gutter, Terrifying. letting them flow. Bolts of lightning hitting rain. Like, even yeah, just sitting like- I still do that with my kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, you were, if you were in your apartment sitting out looking at that across the ocean, that kind of storm oh, that's, break. Yeah, in the safety. The, yeah, yeah that's right. Fine. You know, it's beautiful. That kind of viciousness has got such a beauty about Don't it. Don't you ever jump in the pool? Don't have a pool. Oh, I jump in my pool when when the light. <laughs> no, when it rains, I love never. just floating on my back in the rain in the pool. It's quite amazing because you hear the the raindrops hit the water and stuff, and you watch the clouds, and you know. Then it gets scary, and you leave. Yeah, like I remember our it's first like, house that we lived in, we rented was one of these um, post Second World War <laughs> sheds, and like you know, metal, on, yeah, metal roofs. Yeah, so it's a lightning like, rod, absolute, and single pane glass. Yeah. So when it thunders yeah. the whole house yeah. like, it's just gonna fall out yeah we had a yeah. similar experience of like your first thunderstorm when we went to hawaii oh. and there was like a cyclone hit and we were like just having dinner in a restaurant and you couldn't hear anything and then you we went up got up and leave and suddenly like <laughs> it's like knee deep water <laughs> outside the restaurant we had to walk home in that it was pretty cool like Frankie. it had stopped by then but like the water from flash flood kind of thing, yeah. And we just like walked home in knee deep water. Wow, love that. Sorry, you know we were really busting for dicey questions when we talk about weather. Oh, this isn't the dicey question. It is now. <laughs> Make just- sure you send us dicey questions on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can now follow us on YouTube. Thanks to our new. Friends at Headliner who have been helping us out with- uh, Those guys at Headliner were really good. Yeah, their support was fantastic. They've been basically helping me um, transcribe our podcast into little audiograms. So, we've got videos for them and upload them automatically to YouTube. So, that's cool. And then I'm going to take those where they have- uh, uh, word transcriptions yep. and try and make that useful for people who don't want to listen to us but want to hear what read what's going on. So you can, we might be able to then also go, oh, we can search what we said and look up the thing that we need to look up because there'll be a full, fully sure. searchable functionality. Like an audio version uh, is I'm comfortable with. Yeah. I'm not sure I'd like people to quote me in text. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm worried that people, like, audio it takes mm. a bit of time. You have to fast forward. They might miss the bit. You'll be fine. Just yeah. don't mention the war. Time for beer, guys. Let's go. <laughs> no, we got beer. Yeah, we got beer. So, you remember that time mm-hmm. Frank brought in a white mm-hmm. um, stout, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at the brewer- uh, brewery, brewer- <laughs> the bottle You've been on already. And I was thinking about Flunt mm-hmm. and his um, inclusion in the party. And then I came across this little fella, and I thought I thought of him. This is a Zitho Brewing, same brewery that did the white stout. Love the colour of the This can. is their hemp IPA. Oh, just a modest six percent. It, it's an IPA. One point eight standard drinks in the can. Three, two, one. Zitho Brewing was inspired oh, by oh, the oh, terms oh. of. 
This is that fun. We've done that bit before. Yep. This is a meld of hops and hemp wrapped up in a contemporary oh. dank resinous IPA. Dank. With, yep. It is dank. With tropical overtones. Dank you very much. Dank you very already. much. That's pretty funny. I'm looking. I'm excited about it. I'm really excited about this one. So look at the color on that. Yeah, look at that. You know, as as I do every now and then, um, I'm kind of off the booze again, boys. Oh, whatever. So oh, I'm not going to drink a whole can. But right. instead of last time, if anyone has a small portion yeah. that they would like to donate me, I will swap you a full can. Oh, Luke's <laughs> already drunk a can, apparently. <laughs> What the shit? That was, yeah. I, w- I would have gone sober with you if you had let me know, but oh well. So, Justin, you've gone sober. What people might not know is we didn't record last week. We've had a week off because I had some of the worst food poisoning I've had in my lifetime. I started throwing up at 10 p.m. one night and didn't stop throwing up every hour on the hour for 24 hours. Um, that's more than 10 millimetres of head. I apologise, but there's more in the can for you. Um, and even after all of that, I managed a beer on the weekend, and this is my second alcoholic beverage. Oh, yeah, and it's good. Is it? Cheers, my- So, so part of my decision cheers, is that Dugs. we- Cheers. We went away for the weekend, and we played games all weekend, as we alluded oh, um, oh, oh, in the oh. past a couple of weeks ago was Brett's birthday, and for that, we went away. And that weekend has made me want to not drink anymore. A life of excess was lived. Yes. I <laughs> um, was in the same boat, which is why if you had told me, I wouldn't have done- No, well, I- I thought I, I was sacrificing a, a drink for the No, for the group. I, I knew it was coming. I knew I was going to take another booze break. But I didn't want to not be piss fit for that weekend, so I, I waited seen, till afterwards. I have seen I this take- one in the bottle many times mm. and not been brave enough to get it because the idea of hemp, hemp I wasn't right? sure what that was about. But this, this is what this is all is about. This is delicious. Okay, so if I can describe this, it is very cloudy. Like you've you got, cannot. You've got a bad bit of like ours, ours is not that. It. It's a bit smoky. I think because mine's a bit lighter. <laughs> you like, might have the bottom smaller. of the can shit mm. as well. Uh. Yeah, mm, mm, but mm. it's also very like it's got the hops bitterness to it, but it's not too much for me. Not hops. For I it. don't like a super amount of hops, but I don't mind this. I couldn't see me drinking heaps of this though. No, no. This is this I <laughs> this I get. And there aren't many of the ones that we've had that I can't see myself drinking a lot of. Yeah, right. But again, this is not my. I'm a I'm a super crisp guy. I've figured this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like a good yeah. super crisp. I like a good like D- light. This beer. has some dankness in it. They're yeah. right. There's a lot of depth here. Yes, yeah. it's heavy. Yeah. Um, Ooh, it's a bitter, solid bitter aftertaste. Yeah, it's a it's a solid solid beer with lots of complexity to it. I think, uh, much like bong water. <laughs> Close your eyes. And drink it for a second, and I just say, so close your eyes and have a sip. No, you're going to say no, something. No, close gonna your eyes. No, I'm not, I'm not. Close your eyes and have a sip. Boobies. Tell me that that does not have hints of a stout to it. Mm. The thing is, when I a very that to my cold, nose, I got stout. a real smell of orange juice. Did you? It's very. Did you say citrusy or on the description? Mm. Tropical. Tropical. Nah, just mar- Just bu- pure bud. Yeah, I think Zitho. Oh, well done, nice. well yeah. played. Second, it's nice. Uh, I have had that's a third Zitho brewery. Uh, drink they they had. haven't it's, gone it's wrong, nice have they? Now. I they think do. there's a there's one that's in a yellow can, and that's I think it's like four point six percent, very light, yeah, and very citrusy as well. Tropical yeah. kind of. We haven't had that one. No, I don't think we have. 
I do I do feel like every now and then I listen back to our beer and sometimes we just enjoy the beer without really describing it. Mm. So I think, you know, it, uh, have we described this one well enough for I, our I, listeners? I, I was trying it? before, but you cut me off. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about your- Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> your, hi- your hiatus. Oh, Making yeah. it all about you as usual. It's true. Um, it's true. It's a, I'm like a vegetarian. <laughs> Like a, like a vegan. How do you know if someone's a vegan? <laughs> You'll know. You you. <laughs> it's the same as CrossFit. So true. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so that's going to be my new thing. I'm, you know a, I'm an rides, alcohol vegan. Yeah, riding a Peloton. Yeah, that's all right. It's in a Peloton. Thank you. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't, exercise. There's a real, like I finished what little I was having. There's a real bitterness that still is sitting there. I love it. And a thickness. As I've got older, my palate for this kind of thing is really- Are you down with the matured. thickness? <laughs> get up. Come on, I, get down. I think so too, Luke. I think as I've got older, my palate's in matured. I can enjoy a broader range of, mm. like, you know, when I was younger, yeah, a more it? complex beer was too hard to kind of I was make a, work. Yeah, Stella Artois. And yeah, was, right. That was it. And then yeah, doing and maybe a, cor- up, a Corona for something fancy. Yeah. I hate Stella. Sorry, I've always hated Stella. Have you? Oh, it's disgusting. Oh, I never drank Stella. Yeah, it punchy. That it was, makes you punchy. It's that was like, very well known as it, the wife beater. Everywhere in the UK, it was Stella it's or Foster's. On tap. Yeah, well, Foster's, Cronenberg uh, 1664 yeah, yeah. was a big one. Um, yeah, but I always stayed near the ciders. What about Budweiser? Run. Budweiser you didn't see on tap very no. many places. I like Budweiser. Budweiser's all right. Yeah, I used to like, uh, was it Michelob? That's another American yeah, beer yeah. that's very much like Budweiser. Um, but yeah, like Miller's? lighter beers. Like what about some- Miller's? Miller. Oh, Muller. Miller. M-I-L-L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Again, not not so much. It was mostly French and Belgian. Mm. Heineken mm-hmm. was another one you yeah. see on tap often. Grosch. Uh, bottles usually. The bottles of Grosch. That was yeah, yeah, they were yeah. really cool, yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. Thank you, Zitho. We um, appreciate you. Now, are we doing a dicey question or do we Let's just do move it. on? No, Come we've on. been talking about weather for like 45 minutes. Yeah, we can cut that. <laughs> Is it? Is it? Look, we've been talking for weather for forty-five minutes. That just makes us old people. <laughs> just n- next week, we're going to talk about the traffic and a map and how we actually got here. Are you, are you saying this? Players? Are you saying this because last week I turned fifty? <laughs> well, last you, week, if- a few weeks ago, was it? No, it was last week. It's in the future still for me. I get confused with this time warp stuff that's going on. It's funny how you like to correct me, though, when I start to lay the future timeness down. You might be 50, but I'm an idiot. So it makes sense. (laughs) And I'll only be 50 for a year. (laughs) I'll be be moronic forever. Yeah. Oh, yes, choice. last week I turned 50. Is that what you wanted to talk about, the weather? Because I could also talk <laughs> about right. my incontinence. I also wanted to talk about planting a perennial. You didn't want to talk about me getting a poo test in the mail? Did you get one? Yes. <laughs> Did you get the digital one as well? A digital one? Oh, yeah. You're going to shit on your iPhone. You're the digital one. you shit on your Lindsay does that every week. <laughs> shits on iPhone. Shits on iPhone. <laughs> Brett, Brett shits on Fifth Ed. <laughs> That's what happens. So over the last couple of weeks, guys, you have travelled to a place called Axe Home. We found a new companion in Flunt. We have uh, lost a dear companion in what was his name? Jr. Something. The Yeti. Or, yeah, the Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> the Yeti. 
Yeah. Um, even listening. Look at him. No, he's not. He, do, he doesn't care. I'm, I'm looking up something. He's, but, ri- he's writing JR's 40th memorial. <laughs> <laughs> you have you have travelled to the foothills of the Sword Mountains, and you have entered a place called Axholm, which was a dwarven stronghold at some point in, ta- in time. You have done this because you are seeking a refuge for the villagers of Fandolin, so that they have somewhere safe to go. And they have, have suggested maybe if you can clear this stronghold out, they can move in for the time, hold up here in the time, um, and make sure that they are safe while somebody can go and get rid of the dragon, or maybe they just live like this forever. One question that is in my mind for all of this is, is the mayor going to move with them, or is he just going to stay in his house <laughs> in the middle of the town? That's a question for the future. But what we do know is that you have traveled into Axe Home because you've you've got descended through a chimney, you've come into the upper levels of, of this complex um, or or you've come into a room in the upper levels of this complex and recently branched out into a spider infestation um, that was equally matched and exactly read by the GM who played it exactly as it should have been played and and nothing differently. Um, By the book. By the book. By the book and then some. Um, but you have cleared out. So uh, as of last time we played, you guys had uh, essentially cleared out all the spiders and you had actually started the the little fireplaces that are under the burning pits of oil that are used to, to go down into the channels that funnel all the way down into the front area, into the entrance that would boil any intruders with, with boiling oil. You don't know if the vats are filled or not because you haven't seen them. You've seen three giant cauldrons with lids on them or vats with lids on them, but you've lit the fires underneath. But that fire was enough and big enough that it's burnt the majority of the webs out of this area, clearing a space for you guys to be able to move out. Now, I know that you were in a pretty, were you in a pretty bad situation? Like, oh. what? Get, let's, take a, let's take a moment just to do a very quick health check. I think we were fine. We oh, did, we I'm, did- I'm just over half. If that's what you're looking for. Yeah, just yeah. to see how people just are. Just over half HP. Like, I don't think Meredith's. We we had a rest. Yeah, I I'm full apparently. Oh, so oh, because we ended up having a rest we had after that, you pulled everyone that's in. That's right. And then another big rest overnight after Did we? after we killed the spiders. <laughs> Not after we killed the spiders. We had a rest before that, and because we were doing that jump out. Yeah. I, I still, I still copped a bit. You yeah. copped some yeah. stuff. I don't think Meradius copped stuff. Yeah, I didn't care any hits after that second that second one. Well, we good just, for you guys. Frontline front line Nikron is what we call them. I think, yeah. Frontline feathers. Hey, yeah. do you want some healing, dude? Uh, I, uh, yes, I think I probably will. Because mm. okay, all your healing is out of range, yeah? No, man. Is it not? No, dude. Oh. Are we still in range? No. Oh. Let me just look. Um, I mean, the best one is, but man, I, I can I can give you a few. Um, how how badly hurt are you, man? Do you I'm all right, po- actually. I'm all good. Do you want a potion? Uh, you know. Yeah, let's have a bottle. Come on. Oh, hang on. Is that got any of that weird yeah, um, mushrooms? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, you already take, had one of them, I need man. some to take the edge off of the beaning in the enclosed well, areas, uh, actually. I can just get, you know, cure wounds if you want. No, I'll, t- I'll take a mushroom potion. Potion? Yeah. 
Okay, man. I need to lighten my mood a little bit. I'm feeling a little tense, a little claustrophobic, a little penned in, a little. Uh, I mean, you already had one of them last time, man. Yeah, 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 just, just give me another one of the mushrooms. I'm, I'm just going to give you a cure, um, man. Talk about mushrooms firing neurons in people. You know the the new 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 kind of studies they're doing about mushrooms that are firing neurons. I don't think it's worked for Flunt. Six points of healing. Please. Six it points certainly has. How much have the shrooms have given me? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can't. There's mushrooms more, certainly man? fire the synonym neurons no, in. I'll be. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I'm okay. okay. Good job, man. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. So you find yourselves in a quite large chamber that extends out over the uh, the gauntlet of the main entrance. You know how you guys came in sort of a worked tunnel? Um, so you find yep. yourself in what would have been the, the defense measures. There are arrow slits to the north allowing uh, a view outside. You can also see that part of the room is uh, lit by moonlight or sunlight during that time. The webs that are, are there are now gone, and but you can still see where they're, they've clumped in the corners of the room and there are clumps of little spider eggs here and there as nests have been formed which is is a little bit some of them have popped some of them have burnt maybe not all of them um but at this point in time they're they're not super difficult for you to clear out on uh or anything but you also see that there are these fireplaces with cauldrons that would have been filled with uh with oil that you can pour through the narrow slips in the slits in the floor but to the south you can see uh, there are some more arrow slits. You can also, as you walk into the center of this room, see that there is uh, there are two sta- sets of stairs, one to the east and one to the west, and there is a, a door that pairs almost identically to the door that you guys came out of. So, you know, the room where you came down the chimney, mm. um, there's a door directly on the other side, like there's a mirror image. So it's very symmetrical, this room. Um, so in the middle is the cauldron with the, the channels and the things that go down. There's two little extensions that would have looked over that the entrance of the floor with arrow slits in it. Um, and the, the oil would go into that entrance. Um, to the south, there are three arrow slits, one in the middle, one to each end that you can look through. And then there are two sets of stairs that go down on the east and the west and a door on the east that you haven't been through. Dude, who's in charge? Which way are we going? Man? Let's go check the cauldrons, make sure that they are not full of uh, stuff. Spiders! Have a look in the channels, make sure that there's no hot oil dripping on anyone coming. Um, secure the area, make sure that no one can light this up and- douse hot oil on our- well, well, you think even with the hot oil that the, the cauldrons themselves are on a pivoting kind of mechanism, uh, yeah. so they'd have to get pushed over yeah. and whatever the contents of them falls into the channels, yes, but- which yeah, would but flow we into the, the, into the, the murder holes. And find somebody's taken up shop yeah, and then that's that's right. that's right. that's for them. Hey? Yeah. So you, you go and do a quick uh, quick look at the, the whatever oil in there was in there is no longer yep. in there. They, whatever, whatever may have happened here, the oil is gone. Is that like mm. the inside of one of the baking trays in the other? Yeah, there's like there a slime long? at yeah. the bottom, I guess, yeah. but there's not, you know, there's not, it's certainly not filled with, with an oil. You know what right you could on. do? You could light this up with oil and then finally chop potatoes and put it inside. <laughs> that would be good. And then you could just drain the oil through these holes and then the potato would be left. Well, I hear spider is very much like prawn. Really? Hmm. Mm. Right. <laughs> Uh, well, let's come back for that. But there's, Call me intrigued. There's two uh, doors to be uh, 
check through. I say we go to the synonym of the one we've just had, the absolute mirror of the one we were just in. Mm -hmm. Check that out first and then try the other doors. Excellent. But I would hope there's another room full of forges and opportunity. Where are you guys looking at me? Uh, uh, Come along. I okay. think is what we're saying. So and you move to the east and you get to uh, to the door that moves in. Who's going first? Meradius. Meradius kicks- I thought I was the front line. I'm, I you are I, now. I thought I was the front line. Yeah. Meradius kicks in the door into a room that, that is the mirrored pair of the door that you mm. of the room that you know so well. With one stark difference, this room has been trashed. The cots in here are wrecked. Mm. The chairs are broken. Um, all the other furnitures lie in shards and shatters oh, no. all over the place. Um, the same kind of shield motif that would have been on the fireplace is destroyed and bent on the floor. The fireplace itself is blackened um, and there's a big scorch mark that goes above the fireplace, like something's gone out of control here. Again, as you, as you kind of walk through this room and sort of poke around, kicking around to the room, you can notice that there's an air that's coming out of the chimney, much like yep. the one that you came down. So maybe this funnel can reach the roof as well, but there is a door to the south that doesn't exist in the other room. I think Moradius would would like to make an insight check to see if he could understand what happened in this room, Mm -hmm. get a bit more detail about that. Mm -hmm. Um, And he he gets a 12. Mm -hmm. Somebody's come through this room and trashed it. Do we know how long ago? So, no, it's hard to tell. And it then, looks like it, it looks like it's probably been a while. Uh, actually, no, you would probably be able to tell because with all the spiders outside, there would have been the same level of dust and cobwebs that you would have found in the other room. Yeah, but it would have been over the top of. So it looks like this uh, is some been time ago, some time, and a fight or someone's come through and raided through Trapped. here. Somebody, yeah. somebody has come through and damaged just this intent. Just literally vandalism. thrown chairs on against walls, yeah, right. crashed tables, jumped up and down destroyed everything and again you can see a did i call it a nook a niche a what it's are we calling? calling an alcove <laughs> any uh, of the <laughs> any of those this, is, this episode's going to be called synonym episode <laughs> <laughs> i've been reading a thesaurus you, you, say, it, you might say that's outrageous you called it you called it an alcove and i said it was too small for an alcove no. so it was a nuke. so a niche a, a nuke a nuke a nuke uh so um, you you check all the nukes and crannies that are in here uh, to find that they're empty as well. But there is a door to the south that you can explore if you wish to. Let's do it. And Maradis will open that door. He might. He might even check do, for traps. Yeah, first. I was going to say, can I check for traps? Do you really want to though? Yeah, I think I do. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You don't find any traps. Meredith, the three. Meredith, well, the, there's no check for traps. It's just a perception check. That's right? what I roll. So Meredith is just going to check carefully as he goes out the door for a- Whatever the fuck that number is. Oh, only a 10. Um, and yeah, then you don't find any traps. Open the door and step through. Yep. You open the door into a room that was an adjoining chamber. At one point, the walls of this room were carved and hewn out of stone, work stone. But the back end of this room seems to have, uh, have fallen to a, co- a literal collapse. 
you can see, though, that in the bottom corner, so in the southeast corner of this room, there is a tunnel that seems to have been worked into the stone. It is rough. It is small. It is tight. It is cramped. It's about five foot tall. It's about two foot wide. Um, and it, it continues uh, into the darkness of here, which is probably a good time for me to ask, who's carrying the torch? Because it is pitch Flint, black in this place. Flint's carrying the torch. Yeah. For, uh, for I have a torch. Uh, bird, dude, you look like you've grown. You, you, you're a young man, right? I find that offensive. I mean, I just feel like you've come of age in this journey. In this journey? Yes. So in the two days I've known you. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I came of age many moons ago. Well, never mind then. G it seemed like you had something important to say there. No, Flint. I've just got this spell that lets me do stuff if someone comes up. I've got this really cool spell, which I thought I was going to be brought in and do it on JR's grave. Right. Called Ceremony. Yeah. Which lets me do all this cool stuff. Yeah. But they have to meet certain requirements. Yeah. All of those coming of age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same as what I was trying to marry you guys. marriage. <laughs> <laughs> How many more of these obscurely he's, specific he's things have you got? Yeah, of course, he's not trying to force the point. Are you coming of age, old man? Uh, atonement. Have, have so, you had your bar or bat mitzvah? <laughs> bat mitzvah. So atonement is if you change alignment. It's a nook. <laughs> a nook. Bless water is pretty obvious. You right. know, I can bless water. Yep. Uh, dedication. If I touch one humanoid who wishes to be dedicated to your God's service for the next 24 hours. Nope. Uh, is it appropriate or inappropriately touching? My God is appropriately. Okay. Funeral rites, investiture, but I don't. You know, kind of invested in you and the wedding. So, all right, cool, mm. good spell. It, it, it does some pretty cool stuff. It does so. Where Takes what a, a day to cast, right? <laughs> no, about now. <laughs> so you guys find yourself in this room with a with a worked tunnel. You can either move out. Obviously, there's the two stairways that go down as well. You see that the tunnel has a downward kind of trajectory, so it kind of twists and turns. And you can't see it; like it spins and spirals, and it it sort of okay. snakes. Gotcha. But it has a downward trajectory. Just in the gap, you guys know a bat mitzvah is a girl's coming of age, where a bar mitzvah is a guy's coming of age, right? You no, know I do. Yes, I've never heard <laughs> so a what? They, a bat mitzvah. What do they call it? No, bar mitzvah for boys. Yeah. Bat mitzvah is for girls. Really? Yes. Never knew that. I I'm thought like, you were making a crude no, joke. No, I, you, you were just showing your ignorance again. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty ignorant. I've, we've established this today. <laughs> just today. It's like nothing I said <laughs> yeah. was inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> it was just real. <laughs> What I don't know could fill a fucking ocean. <laughs> As a matter of fact, many of them. All right, so where are you going? Through the door? Well, the, I think we should cover over this and secure ourselves from anything emerging and then check the door, the other door, make sure that there's nothing, nothing else out here. If there's no other uh, ways forward, then this there's is a no way forward. Door. Which door? I the thought you said there were two doors in the, um, no, the cauldron no, room. No, two, two stairways going down. Oh, well, then we should- we should do the stairways rather than cramp ourselves into a roughly hewn tunnel, right? Going down. Stairways going down. Mm -hmm. down. Unless you're down there and then they're coming back up. Down further into the- And there's- We're higher than the entrance now. Because we're any. above it. Can I have one of those mushrooms, please? Yeah, man. Okay. 
Okay. Do you want me to, uh, is there any stone cutting checks I can make on this hole? For what purpose? I don't know. It's roughly hewn. <laughs> That's why I was trying to, I don't know why it's roughly hewn. No. Everything else is well worked. That's why I was asking, can I make a stone cutting check? <laughs> it's um, ribbed on the inside for your pleasure, <laughs> if that's useful. I, I'm suggesting, Nikron, that you might prefer a stairwell to this roughly hewn, um, not so comfortable- Two foot wide. Two foot wide tunnel. Sure. <laughs> oh, that's kicked in, has it? Yeah. Do you want one the <laughs> pretty right. good. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> Good. I'm you- flying, but my feet are on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Not even using my wing. <laughs> Man. Right. So See, follow along. Well, um, let's grab this table, put it upside down, and then put some things on top of that tunnel, that roughly hewn hole, mm-hmm. so the things can't come so out. So you, you block up the hole. Block it up, yep. and then it's we head back to the hole. stairwell. Okay. So you, there are two stairwells that you can, <laughs> that you can get into. <laughs> one's on the left and one's on the uh, east and the west. Sorry, we'll go for, we'll go for the east. The eastern side. Um, and you start moving down the eastern side. Come on. Um, no, this way. Follow. I know you're holding the light, but try and f- put it in front of you and then follow the light. Right on, right on, right follow on. the light. It's good, isn't it, Birdman? Who's, who's going down first? Meridius. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Meridius is in the lead, with continually flung. turning around going I'll this just- way. I'd like to do a maturity <laughs> check right now. When I'm the most mature person at the table, there's a real problem. It's a real problem. When, when I say who's going down first and you all giggle like we're in fucking high school. Have you not listened I, to our podcast? I even giggled when you said it the second time. <laughs> no. Have you not listened to our podcast? These TVs are here to entertain us. <laughs> he, he said, said anus. anus. <laughs> Okay, so you move down the stairs into an area. The person who is in the lead, I'm not even going to say it. The person who is in the lead, which I'm assuming is Meradius at this point, moves into a corridor that uh, has arrow slits moving to its- So, as you walk down the steps, they're on your left-hand side. So, there's arrow slits that go all the way down. Each one of these arrow slits, and there are five of them, has a ballista attached to them. The the frontmost one, you can see, you kind of look over. As you as you walk out um, past the door to your right, by the way, but oh. you walk out and to the left is a ballista that looks out over an arrow slit over the entryway, over the external yeah. entryway. Is it looted? Um, the ballista. Yeah. There's about five bolts, I think, that are sitting uh, around or near there. So it's it's not loaded because ballistas mm. loaded would probably die under the pressure eventually, but there, there are five bolts for each one of these ballistas. You look to the south uh, around the stairwell and you can see this corridor moves down and there are arrow slits that look over that entryway up the, the immediate stairs going to the doors that you couldn't get through. I'm mm. uh, um, sorry, you saw the portcullis. Do you remember the yep. portcullis? And then there was a gap between the portcullis yep. and the door. So those are the arrow slits that look into that, basically the murder chamber murder, murder of, holes, yep. of any, and above that is where you can see the, the oil. oil holes yep. um, going into that area as well. And one of the arrow slits actually looks into the main chamber behind the doors as well. Oh, he, You uh, can also see two arrow slits 
as you go down to the southernmost one, um, going to the eastern side as well, that are looking into a five-foot corridor. And from the most southern one of those, you're looking through the arrow slits with your light, you can see a rough-hewn tunnel has been carved into the the opposite wall. Going upwards? Looks like it. Just it um, flunt. Yeah, man. See that tunnel? Yep. Do you think it connects to the other tunnel? I'm going to make a stone cutting check on that. Yeah, it's hard to tell because you're looking through an arrow slit across it. So you'd have to go in into the- In terms of the, geography, though. Into the area. Think- Even looking at it, it's two foot wide. Yeah. What about similar? It's very st- similar. It looks similar. What about stone nature. history? I get plus yeah. six on stone history. Again, you're, it's across a five foot wide corridor and you're looking through an arrow slit. All right. Well, if we're all fucking around, how heavy are these blistering? Can I exchange one for my javelins? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just the blister, not the actual- Contraction, or you mean I like want literally to lift the, um, the whole thing up? Oh, the whole thing, not yeah, the, yeah. Not I just carry it like a crossbow. No, <laughs> the, the the ballista are far larger, and they're each one takes a platform and a wire. Like there's a oh, winching, crank. there's a winching yeah. mechanism that you would need to reload it. And so this even is seeming like it. a really good spot actually to bring the villagers, right? Because yeah. it's very a really good spot to bring a dragon. Meridius, man, mm. put the dragon in that hole. Chunk, chunk, chunk. Meridius, man, man, man. Yes, it's echoey in here. Yeah, man. Why don't we, uh, you know, being that it takes a while to get here and we've cleared the entrance now that we've cleared these bits and we know well, the arrow slits are good. Yeah, I'm not sure about that, but let's- Before we just keep going on, why don't we just message, uh, what is his name, Logan? Uh, Falcon? Falcon. Hawk? Yes, Falcon. Yeah, why don't Did we message you, um, Sam and say that, you know, get the- Guys moving because it will take them a long time. There's so many of them, and we can keep clearing, and then they'll be here by the time we go. It's kind of at this moment you realize how long's Flunt been watching you guys that he knows you have him sending stones to Falcon. They told me. The fact that he called him Logan like JR was the issue. Interesting. Yeah. Something's amiss. Something is afoot. How come he's JR's baby's nickname? Yeah. His one side of his moustache has just fallen down and it's flapping <laughs> over the top of his lips. Um, I I thought they were already on the way. No, man, you said you'd message him. This is what I've heard. Remember, I've heard. That's what you told me. <laughs> <laughs> no, we said we'd give him no, a message. They're, they're waiting for, for right. word well, that you've cleared I, the place. I, I think it wouldn't. Yes, of course, we can give them a report, but we haven't cleared- Anything yet? We have encountered a room full of spiders. It's been very difficult to okay. overcome. Let's just ensure that this and the other side is clear. That they have somewhere to come to. They will arrive pr- more quickly than we would want them to. And in fact, being in this place without them might be a lovely moment in time. Right Surely- on. I'll, I'll go across here and commune with that stone. See what's going on over there. Then. Great. Okay. Surely you could just leave them camp outside. Nothing bad would happen to them as there's a roaming dragon. And you said there was a door as we walked into this yep. corridor. Yep. A um, door to your right. So directly down the stairs. Yep. So basically if you, you go down the stairs, you turn to your left and there's a little chamber with the first ballister outside. And if you do a switch back, the chamber yep. comes all the way down. But yep. there is a door going to the right. Just do a quick perception check on steps. that. Yep. 
and then open it up. Okay. You open the door and your torchlight, you have a torch in hand or is it a lantern? Flunt has a torch. Okay. Your torchlight extends into a five-foot corridor that heads southward. That's a cupboard. <laughs> yeah, it heads southwards. All right, a five white corridor is, heading southward. Yeah. Okay, let's step on into the corridor and move oh, it on. Oh, do down. we have to? We, we, you don't know. No, no one is forcing you to do anything, Nikrin, but drink some water. Yeah, man, you need to build up a tolerance, man. Let me. Really hungry. Yep. Do you want a mushroom? Yes. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um,. Is this where the roughly hewn one is? So you have to move about 50 foot down this corridor before, as you're walking to the south on the eastern side of the corridor, you can get to a roughly hewn two foot wide by about five foot uh, tall. Uh, it looks like something has just sort of slowly kind of- Excavated. Yeah, excavated, so dug it job, out. Roughly hewn. Everything's roughly hewn. Dug it out. No, the rest no, of this place is, is clean. Oh, really? It's dwarf and built. Like, it seems like you said roughly hewn about six times already. I, yeah, it's, it's a, because it's- It's a roughly hewn description that I've uh, created. It's not in my thesaurus. I haven't gotten to R yet. Oh, because I thought it was a theme. I thought we were looking for something that is- Digging through these things. But so, yeah, I'm going to move down to- Flunt's going to move down to the uh, roughly hewn section and have yep. a little bit of a stone cunning. Be check. careful of that mm-hmm. corridor. It's coarsely finished. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, the corridor is beautiful. It's dwarven. No, no, down the end, the, the tunnel, the two-foot-wide tunnel. Man, you've got to um, love these stone dudes. They're just real good at making stuff. Um. Thirteen on stone history. Something has tunneled through here, and the the working of this is far newer than the tunnels that are surrounding it. These ain't dwarfs. No, is there anything around to block that side of the uh, tunnel? In case it's in there, because that um, while these are beautifully perpendicular walls, that crudely grainy tunnel there is upsetting my sensibilities. Why don't we just follow it, man? No. Um, there's plenty of dwarven areas to excavate yeah. first. If we block the corridors from all sides, then someone, when we've got more reinforcements, we can excavate them out and see what's going on. And this corridor you're standing in also moves south. And just on the edge of your torchlight, you can see it opens up into some type of room, but you can't right. see into on, the room. On an assumption, do we think the western stairwell upstairs would go to a similar room overlooking that entranceway? You can even see there's and, arrow and slits on the other that's side. That's where I'm heading to. Is it? Are we connecting up to the other side of? You the- haven't gotten anything that goes west yet. So ah, you come right. down the corridor. This I'm a little ru- turned around. This tunnel is on the eastern side. Yeah, you have to get to a western door. Ah, so you have to move west to get to the other side. You're in right. the eastern side of the complex. Yep. Okay. I mean, I've got nothing here that we could block this up with, but. I just feel like if we're wanting to clear it out, I mean, we could go check that out. If there's, is there a door on that one at the end? Hmm? That it just opens up onto the thing. There's no door there. What are you talking about? You said the tunnel <laughs> continues on and just on the edge of torchlight, it opens up. Yep. But you can't see into the room. But there's no door? You can't see into the room. But there's no door? You can't see into the room. You would have to go <laughs> down there to get that in but, piece but, of information. But there's no door between us and the room. No. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> 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 oh, that was painful. 
You can't see it through. You can't, you can't see it through. <laughs> yeah, but I wanted to know if I couldn't see in the room because there was a fucking door the there. The corridor opens up into a room. It's on the edge of your tall shot. You can't see in. Moradius heads down. If there was a door, with, I would have described it. Moradius heads down with his torch going, can, if you two can try and find something to block up this side of that hole. Um, sure. I'll check out what's down here. I mean, we'll, we're in an empty corridor. There's nothing here. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can see into the room without a door. Mm-hmm. I have dark vision. You move- You move. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. You move southern, southerly down the, the tunnel till your light sort of opens up into what that open opening is. There is indeed a door that goes west, a double door, a large, ornate stone with a bit of reinforced Ooh. metal double door. There's another door to the south. But as you look into this tunnel as well, you're looking to the east of this tunnel and you can see some type of collapse has um, opened up some caverns to the east uh, where some some rough hewn stone. No, it's not even hewn. There's, some, there's something <laughs> yeah, in the past. You can rough. see rubble all over the floor. It's like parts of the wall has caved in and behind the wall were some natural caverns that have uh, that have been opened up. Towards oh, the east, and yeah. the, there's a like a cavern or tunnels that almost go north and south from here as well. And then there's a door to the south. So to get this right, there's a double doors to the west, door to the south, tunnels on the other side that go north onto the east that go north and south. Just give me a perception check as well. Just All to, of us, or no, just uh, Moradius. Just to be clear with you, Justin, the map is too complicated to keep in my head, so yeah, I'm going to yeah, need yeah. to keep. Yep. It's yep. just a little roughly hewn rock. I really Which, uh, there is a, a, a marvellous unfinished section where the yeah. finished has been eroded away and it looks like natural caverns. But you can't see it because you can't see in the room yet. Well, unless there's a door. You're the only one there, Brett, because you left the other guys Well, he doesn't have a torch. Look at all we're having a moment. <laughs> We were really enjoying that. We really, like- I felt bullied. <laughs> That's why it was so fun. I felt triggered. I felt excluded. You want a perception? Yeah, just a perception check. You, you might as well do it with disadvantage because you can't see because I got the torch, so I'm not there apparently. You can't see anything anyway. <laughs> 15. On a 15 check, you there is a, a nasty smell. Just on the edge, you know, like when you walk into a room and there's like the 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 you want to very faintness now, of of a very uh, it's it's like a, a rotting smell almost, but oh. it's it's even worse than that. It's like uh, imagine rotting eggs and mildew, like and old destroyed prawn spiders. Yeah, <laughs> yes, very much like that. Like imagine a prawn trawler that has left been left in the sun for six days yeah. uh, unattended. It smells like that. Okay. Like it's it's pretty Oof. rotten. And but I can't get to the nice doors unless I can walk into the stank. No, no. Well, the doors are immediately to your. Uh, so as you're walking there, immediately to do, the west. Do I feel like the stank's coming from the unfinished area? Yeah, from yeah. the unfinished. Area. Okay. So, okay. So he'll check the nice double doors, the ornate doors. Yep. And then open them. I'm, I'm only telling you if my perception check gets above ten. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fifteen. Okay. Flank's going to walk down and join Meridius. Couldn't, couldn't, nothing. No, no there's nothing. Right boy, man. Just keep an eye on the, on the back then as we go. Yeah, Come yeah, on. Bird boy. No, Craig. Yeah, yep, yep. This way. Yep. Have you ever. Hmm? Nothing. You looked into my eyes for a long, long time then, Nycrin. I didn't mind it. I didn't want to be blue. What colour did really? you want to be? I wanted to be green. <laughs> 
But that's a whole different kind of. You know, man. Aracucra, isn't it? You could put. No. We could paint you yellow. Yellow. Because yellow and blue makes green. Come on, let's talk and walk <laughs> as we open the door. You open the door into what is essentially a large hall. This great hall has a 40-foot high ceiling, larger than any other place that you've seen in here, supported by four thick stone pillars um, almost in the corners. The thick layer of dust covers the flagstone floor. In the middle of each wall past the entrance is a double door. So you can see around the corner is is the entrance. You can see a southern double doors. You can see western double doors and the eastern ones that you are facing. It's a rectangular room. Um, and it is in keeping with maybe the heart of this complex, mm. which is symmetrical so far as you can see. Mm. Um, you can see up high on the northern wall, there's like a, a small kind of uh, wall with arrow slits that point to it. And even as you're looking from here, you can connect those arrow slits. That that might be the other side of the arrow slits yep. from upstairs yep. where you fought the spiders. Yep. So there's also uh, murder holes into the- Oh, hang on a second. Dibs for my bedroom. Um, mm-hmm. Murder murder holes mm-hmm. into the grand viewing room. Or- That's right. And you're looking up from where you are and you can't really- You notice that there is one difference uh, that directly above you, the the wall where, where on the other side it's a flat wall that's ornately carved. Mm. There's beautiful mm. dwarven mm. carvings through here. But above you, the area kind of juts out a little bit more, but you can't see it from your vantage. Oh, there's a protrusion there. A protrusion. Sounds like protrusion. maybe it's had a it's bl- it's blown a seal or something protrusion. up there. And- it's just ice cream on its chin. Right. Mm. Um are we we we're right to head on in. It looks like it's there's no cobwebs or anything in this mm-hmm. room. It's pretty it's just dusty, right? Mm-hmm. Um furniture in the room? No. Just- Does my dark vision push any further than the torchlight? How far is your dark vision? Sixty feet. Sixty feet. Uh it does. Very much does. Do, do I see anything else? No. <laughs> Does it look like the sconces have burnt themselves out in this room as well? Yep. Or are, yeah, yeah. So through this entire complex, you haven't seen a sconce that is in working lit. order. Yeah, yep. they've all just looked like they've eroded over time. They were left on. Yeah, and, and burnt out. Burnt out. Yep. Um, Nikron. Uh, so yeah, yep. Can you carry this torch, please? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I've had some of those conversations with my wife before. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna start kind of like just checking around a bit more out of the torchlight with dark vision, seeing if I can see anything further. Double doors coming in. Sorry, tell me again the exits out of this room if we've come in the the grand entrance. So way. as you're going into this room, in ancient sort of castle terms, yeah. you would know this as a mustering hall. So oh. like in, if, if it was a proper castle keep, you would yeah. come through the murder channel, yeah. through the portcullis, through the gates, yeah. and there would be a mustering section where, you know, the, the king says goodbye to ever the peasants oh, and then walks this out. Is the this is the area. dwarven version of that, right. you would think. Okay. 
Um, so meant to be clear, not a hallway. This is a meant to be cleared for m- multiple people to congregate. Yeah, and to leave congregate, from- and and that becomes a- forth. that becomes apparent as you walk into the room a little bit more, and you look backwards above the door that you came in, where you can see a a platform. I'm not sure exactly how to. Uh, it's a balcony, I guess, a stone balcony which protrudes from the wall above. Um, that's about twenty foot above the floor, where somebody might stand there to address uh, an audience or a large gathering, like a, a place where a parade or something like that oh. might have taken place. With the acoustics in here and that platform, JR would have loved to have been up there. Yeah. It's yeah. got a very small balcony because it's dwarves. So J- JR was like, you know, Brady's just having a moment because he, you know, he can absolutely imagine JR up there giving a beautiful speech, telling people a, a wonderful story, rousing the troops and sending them on their right way. That would be something he'd be very good at. Little pebble rolls down his cheek as he moves on down the corridor. And, and pebble. <laughs> and you can see even at the back of that balcony, you can see two two doors. Okay. So that's In how the you- ba- Yeah. yeah. And but did, from upstairs, you'd have to what, find where to upstairs- find that up, yeah. okay. There are that so many be. doors. Y- y- yes. My theory- mm being that they're all closed. Yes. Is whatever's here is the one is using the rough hewn tunnels. I think opening doors is gonna waste time. I think we need to go down the rough hewn tunnels or in the cavern. But but remembering As a dwarf. Yes. That's my theory. I think that's a very good point, but remembering the people that are coming here are looking for somewhere to live. Yes, and if there's something that killed all the things here, they were also looking for something to live. Yes, but let's ensure that there's somewhere for the people to go, because if that's not apparent, then there's no reason to clear it out. That'll be fine. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you try. Just fine. Yeah, we found plenty of places. Uh, Meridius, sorry, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Have you all had the mushrooms? <laughs> I can catch my own head. Nycrin, you've got that spark still spell still going on your finger. Just constant flame from your index finger. Be careful. That's, that's all good. Meridius. <laughs> Yes. This place is safe. We, we, I mean, it's not safe yet, but we can tell there's places for them to hunker down. There's right. plenty of rooms. I think we need to find out what killed all the dwarves I, so we can stop that. I think you're right. I, I hope you're right, but I haven't found those rooms yet. We found two rooms. What, what rooms are you after? Well, the, the, the town has some number of people in it. They can't live in this room, and this is the only habitable space so far. Stone cunning to figure out where the habitable spaces are and how to get there. Yeah, let's do that. That's <laughs> not going to give you any. I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it on. So, All right, so we explore move. the explore the place is the only way you're going to find that. Let's so guess. from this room, you have the doors to the north, the doors to the south, and the doors to the west. The doors to the north are the two main doors to get into the actual complex. Yeah. Um, beyond them is the portcullis. Yeah. And then there's two double doors to the south. Uh, there's double doors to the south, double doors to the west. Yeah. I'm just going to do a thing. I'm going to go open those doors so that if someone comes to the portcullis, they might be able to mage hand their way through. So open the front door so that that can be- Front doors are locked. So locked, locked. Y- you're looking at them and you're like, oh, this is going to take a while. Um, so if you're hoping to get through the double doors, it might take a while for you. You might, essentially, you can't figure out how to open them. Okay. Which is going to be- Stone cunning? Challenge to get the people in. 
You can knock them down. Right. But you think it's going to- They uh, just get back up again? Uh, take a while. Like, you're either going to have to spend a long time figuring out the mechanism to open yep, the doors, or you're going to spend a long right. time knocking this them down. This one, not now. Let's move into the mustering hall and go out the- So, we came in the- Sorry, which door? Eastern door. We came in the east. Let's check the door to the south. To the south. <laughs> Perfect. So, I was just doing narrate so with sweet picks in my head to cool. uh, where we were. Yeah. <laughs> Would it help if I drew it on a piece of paper? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Tell us what you really think, Luke. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in old I D&D, be, uh, in old D&D yellow. one of you people could have- uh, What do you mean have, you people? Could have been uh, mapping this and getting it wrong like we did in the old school. In the old days the old of D&D, we would have our graph paper and the GM would describe it and we would mark it, it down and then go, and go, what? Wait, you're joining up. No, that doesn't join with that. Oh, where did you go? No, that's not the way. Uh, Chinese whispers mapping. Yeah, it really is like Chinese whispers whapping. 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 <laughs> <laughs> You'll need a bucket and a mop. Oh, yeah. So you move to the southern doors. You open those. Uh, moving in. Perception check first. Yep. A 20. Ooh. You find no traps. And I open it up. You open this into a, a corridor that is 15 foot wide and 20 foot before another set of double doors is there. But there are four arrow slits, one on the eastern wall and one on the western wall. There is another door to the south. Or a set of double doors to the south. So there's a corridor with a door at the end of it. Yeah, the 15 foot wide. Another murder chamber, you would yeah. think. So we're going to walk down, quickly look at this. Arrow slits and open yep. the next door. Again, in, on each one of the arrow slits, you see ballista. Oh, okay. So uh, Looking into side. both the entryway and the muster No, hall. just into this little into corridor, the- just this one corridor. So this corridor is 15. You're standing at a set of double doors looking yeah. forwards. Yeah. Um, you can see arrow, two arrow slits on your left, two yeah. arrow slits on your right, yeah. and two doors in front of you. The corridor is literally 15 foot wide by, and the other doors are 20 foot in front of you. Yeah, and the arrow slits are overseeing- if I look at the arrow slits on the left, what mm-hmm. am I looking at? Into another room where arrow slits live, like into a- into <laughs> What the fuck is this map? It's a murder- So, essentially- you- Oh, so if I walk through this corridor, then I could get murdered through the arrow slits yes, on the yeah, other head. Yes, Right, but, so the blister oh, pointing towards yes, us. You're looking right. at the, the, the murder end of the arrow slits. We're slit. at the pointy sorry. end of the I blister. See, I see what you're yeah, doing you. where, where okay. that's wrong. Yes, you're looking at the murder end. This is another murder chamber. Okay, gotcha. Yep, and- uh, down the end of this corridor, then to murder. Murder comes at us from both sides yes. to the end of the corridor. Check the door. Open the yep. door. And the door opens. Uh, it's just double doors. A push. Make a perception change. Uh, change. Make a perception <laughs> check. Uh, 18. Again, you smell that same stench, Ooh. but it's heavier. Um, and it seems to be emanating from the other sides of these doors. Um, this corridor is hops forward. Can Kick. I make a knowledge scent check? Mm-mm. A knowledge scent <laughs> check. Love it. Um, smelling musky. Let's go backwards, back into the master hall and try the door to the north. The north? Yep. The door you haven't done is the western door. The door- north door is the main <laughs> one. Freaking hell. I swear you said the door to the north. You're on the, the eastern north. side. Uh, yep. And you think that the middle chamber, north and south of where you are, is the very centre of the building. You haven't done the western side. Let's go through the western door. Is mm-hmm. there a doorway that needs to be opened? Mm-hmm. Nikon's going to open it. 
Nike's just going to like stumble up there, <laughs> tripping balls, and just go, ooh, don't know, <laughs> and push it. Okay. Make a perception check as you push sure. these doors open. 16. Do, do you want disadvantage because I'm high? No, I don't. All right. It's, it's an interesting thing that you say you're high because uh, sobriety hits you like a slap in the face uh, as sure the does. stench of death <laughs> wafts over you as you open this door. Beyond the door, you see that it is strewn with bits of armor, gnawed bones of uh, dead dwarves who are who are all over the floor you can see just carnage old carnage like you know the their whitened bones there's no flesh on any of them they're not desiccated um and over the top of them just gnawing on these desiccated bones you can see these other dwarves but they look bizarre before you stands like a ghost the ghastly figure that was once a dwarf but now their bodies seem twisted and nightmarish the semblance of its former self sickly pale skin clings tightly to its emaciated limbs and as it struggles to contain the malevolent energy within its sunken eyes kind of turn and burn with an otherworldly and an unsettling light casting a small pinpricks of eerie glows in the darkness strands of greasy hair hang over their decaying face and big clumps of hair have fallen out of their dwarven beards framing features that have contorted into a grotesque mask you can see you know one of them's nose has elongated into a hook appendage while its lips have been peeled away a sinister gr grin kind of looks at you as they Put down their clawed hands, which are uh, holding bones, looking at you with malice in their eyes. You can see that the dwarves in this room are no longer actual dwarves, but there's something from beyond death. And they look at you with chilling embodiment of both physical def deterioration and some kind of malefic curse. I've been reading a thesaurus. Uh, surrender now. We've come to reclaim the dwarven keep in the name of dwarf. Surrender now or die. Or die? Yeah, I assumed you were going to kill him. Oh. I <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry, what was your um, paladin's god? Grandana. Grandana, <laughs> god of friendship and peace. Yeah. Die in a- uh, I think you're fine, actually. Sobriety is not hit. You can't, um, you can't kill what's already dead. But yes, that's me doing my peaceful chat. Carry on as you're listening to the guy who's not there. Because um, this is- Are we going into rain? Remember, he stumbled rain? away from you guys and just opened the door. Oh. Um, so there are three creatures in this room. How far are they away from and me? There. Um, can I ask you, out of character from now on, instead of asking me how far okay. things are oh, away, oh, yeah, 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 telling yeah, yeah. me what your We've intent is. And so see if they're yeah. within the 20 foot range of each other, I'm just going to fireball the fucking lot of them. Okay. Yep, they're definitely all within 20 foot uh, okay. radius so of So, I will, I will, right. have I got the slots left? So, before we start mm. anything like that, are you initiating a combat, no, Luke? Is that what you're telling second, me? Because I just got to figure something out, because I no longer have any spell slots at level three. Um, While he's working out, so you guys, 
You guys just see Nyker and Sonic kind of stumble off into the dark. You've got the torch at this point in time, but he stumbles off to sort of to that western door and just goes boom and opens it. Even from here, this rush of odor flies through the room as you see him sort of pause for a second uh, as he's taken aback by maybe seeing something that you you think he shouldn't have seen. Or, you know, when you walk into a room, you're like, oh, I didn't expect that. And he pauses, you see that birdie language on him. Birdie language. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, as I do not any longer have the spell slots required and I don't have enough sorcery points to open up another third level spell slot, I'm mm -hmm. just going to level two of burning hands. Before we start initiate con combat, sure. there's something we have to do though. And that is an initiative. Are you saying anything that would elude your companions to uh, what might you may have perceived beyond the door? Oh dear. Okay, what'd you get for your initiative? <laughs> I got a, uh, where are we? 14. You definitely I am, I am go tripping, first. I am tripping balls here. Yeah. I am, I'm still high as. Is there anything that's keeping me You're relatively- You're only high yeah. on the, the grace of Grundenar. Yeah, I, oh, and Gun, Gundenar's grace. Grundenar's great. Gun, 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 gun. His grace. Gungan? Nisa, <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Bosnos. Um, you definitely go first. Okay, so here we go. We're going to do a level two. Burning hands. I'm going to clap my hands together, mm -hmm. outstretch them. Mm -hmm. uh, is that only 15 it feet? It is 15 feet. From here. So even from where you are, like you could definitely have gotten a fireball with all three of them, mm. but they're further into the chamber than a burning hand. So you would have to move into the chamber at least 15 feet before you get them into the center. Can I retrospectively so, do that? So if you, yeah, of course. So so you, you're you acting first. So, yeah. so essentially what I've gotten is that you've opened the door, yep. seen this site before you decided to engage in combat. Yep. Initiative has begun. Yep. To give you an idea of the room, Luke, it's 15 foot wide. It opens up Perfect. a little bit further and there's a corridor leading north. Okay. Um, but these ghouls are about ghouls. 40 to 40 feet of the about the 70 foot length of this kind of chamber. Cool. Love it. Uh, so I wonder if 15 feet. And so, um, well, let's get the party started, guys. Mm hmm. And that is not bad. Uh, you're going to have to roll a dex uh, save for 14 to see if they get half damage. 14? Yeah. Okay. Don't forget to move back out. Okay. That one was a 20. That mm. is an 11. Mm -hmm. And that is a 5. Mm. Okay. So it is numbers. It's only your character that's stoned. Is it? <laughs> is it? 21 points of fire damage. Just checking this hip. Okay, so IPA. there's two, one of I'm, them- I'm method acting, shut up. One <laughs> of them passed and two of them failed. So what? what is it? Uh, 21 points of damage or 10, I guess. Okay, 21 or 10. And then I'll, I'll stumble backwards. <clears throat> Obviously, the illumination from that, you're all going to see that uh, way in a dark space of red. Why are you letting off fireballs in a safe corridor That's like that? very unhappy- Tenants. Tenants? Yeah. Right. That's what they are. Foolish, you might say. I'll come and have a look. They might be a bit crispy now. Mm. Mm. Were you trying to get those spider prawn things going? I am feeling quite peckish. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that, that was like a bazinga moment. <laughs> That said, though, because you've only moved uh, 
that 15 feet. And I, I went these, out again. I went in, yep. cast, and I yep. in, I shake it all about. Yep. <laughs> these creatures, and they shuffle towards you with an uncanny normal speed. Um, uncanny normal speed? <laughs> uncanny normal speed. <laughs> Love it. Um, More of that, please. A roughly hewn normal speed. <laughs> And they attempt to claw you. Mm. Oh. Mm, 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 mm. You get a plus one to dex because you've loosened this. Natural 20. Oh, fuck. Don't worry about it. <laughs> An eight. No. And a 19. Yeah, don't worry about it. He's the most casual and relaxed that I have ever, ever seen. Too much of this baby, let's go. Not even looking up to see if he can fly away. The first attack, which was the critical, you take eight points of a slashing damage, and I need a constitution save from you, please. Oh, there we go. Hang on. So how much damage? Eight points. Eight. That keyboard doesn't work, does it? Why don't you give us my keyboard? Oh, it was there. Oh, sorry, Justin. Just give me a second. I'm just... Uh... Show me the keyboard. Right. Eight damage. And a constitution? Uh, a constitution stave, please. Stave? I stave the constitution. Well, you do want to stave off something. And I got a 23 on my constitution Okay, save. perfect. So that is enough that you are uh, not affected mm. by a, a weird sickness. Like, imagine, oh, imagine being clawed by something that's got, like, disgusting. Septic. That mm. septic under, like, mm. a, like a Komodo dragon. You know how they kill people? Yeah. Yeah, not yeah, by yeah, actually lovely. biting them, but by dying. Right. The second attack missed, but the third attack uh, rang true. Yep. Uh, you take another seven points oh. of damage and that's not even a, a critical by there but I also need another constitution another save. con save don't yes. I get the save uh, for that one we get a 21 that's perfect at this point the people in the other room you see uh, Nycron disappear a flash of light from the other room he moves back into vision followed by three of the dwarven creatures that I described previously would you like the whole description before because it's a long one no but these emaciated undead dwarven creatures can I have initiatives uh, please oh. Flunt. Five. And Moradius. Nine. A nine. Nycron, it is your go again. You have three Damn. creatures that are on in your grill. In my grill. Looking three. hungry. Right up in front of me. Looking hungry oh, at you. Hungry, hungry hippos. All right, let's just do another um, Dex 14. I'll give them another burning hands. Mm-hmm. Clap my hands together. Tell in, me in about rhythm, I'm casting like, something while someone's within five foot of you. Oh, they're right, literally right in front yeah. of me. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just, can I? It's I, not an attack of opportunity unless it rolls, he has to roll an attack roll. Which he doesn't. Which I don't. Your voice sounded very different. Yeah, like that. Yeah, well, I'm tripping, so. Well, I know he didn't read the rule book. So. <laughs> Why should I when you're here? <laughs> okay, so. Let's go Harry Krishna and just, you know, clappy, clappy. 
Yeah, that one wasn't as good. 13 points of damage. DC 14 deck save. Okay. And so 14 it, or 7. 14 or 7? Yep. All three of them burn to the ground. Yeah. They fall down in a clumped mess of burning, burning, burning. Mm-mm. Success. What's going on, man? I just- uh, Did you just kill dwarves? Well, no, they weren't dwarves. They were- Dude. I know, they had a real bad vibe. I mean, you shouldn't kill. I think they were, all, they were already dead. I mean, that's okay then. <laughs> but aren't we all? No. Already dead? No. I'm sure I read that somewhere. Um, excuse me while I just check out what's in that room and make sure it's real. And then Maradis is going to move past <laughs> the two of you having a chat about mm-hmm. what could be you a mushroom hallucination. You see three burnt corpses oh, on the floor. And then he kind of pulls himself back up short of, thinking of this was all bullshit. Necrot- <laughs> necrotic Oh, my dwarves. dear. Oh. That stink um, of death. And he'll do a- And decay. And it's that smell. You Like, even That's though now smell. it's acrid- because it's cooked yes. and you're a little hungry, but well, not even <laughs> starved at this point. It smells like off bacon, but that oh! smell, that smell, off bacon. Nice. Is there a insight check you can make to know what these creatures are and what? Uh, what it's an what? undead roll, so you'd have to give me a religion, I believe. Oh, man, undead you- roll. I rolled a natural one. Okay, no, some kind of undead. Do you want me to? Do you what know what the these role? are? What Let it? me have a look. Sorry? Insight, did you say? Sorry. Insight. Religion. Religion. Oh, I got a little bit. Did you say religion? Yeah, religion. religion. 15. Religion. Yeah, 14. Okay. Mm. You think it might be a ghoul? Yeah, these are ghouls. Good job, man. Even I don't, par- I don't parlay with ghouls. It's just a- Right. That's a really bad halitosis. You, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't not kill a ghoul because they're already dead. As That's you said. what I figured. Yeah. They're, they're dead already, right? Like, I, There's no knocking them out and being friends. And, and those other ones in there that aren't alive, would they have been pre-ghouls, post-ghouls? Have they been ghouls? And then dark, what's the... Tell me what's happened in this room. Skeletons, parts of bones, skeletons right. on the floor. Assume- like, like not even intact skeletons there. Yeah. They've all got bite marks on them. That Like the marrow's been sucked out of them. There's just bones littered on the floor. For how long ago bro- they look like? Broken bits of armour. Right. Um, it's not great. This is not good. A long time. These um, guys would have, you know- would have turned ghouls if they weren't either already dead or got eaten first. And does it look like their fingers have dug through roughly hewn stone? <laughs> you cannot tell. Okay. You cannot tell. <laughs> what you do know from here is much like the corridor that was on the eastern side, there yeah. is a cor- there is a uh, like a five foot wide, you know, the one where the roughly hewn stone was? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, its mirror is on this side thinking that if you go up to that, you'll most likely get to those arrow slits where the stairs would go back upwards. Got you. Um, but from this, it's a little bit different because the, the most western side is intact, unlike the most eastern side on the other side, which has collapsed. You can see there in this cor- chamber, there are four doors that you could go to, one directly to the south, one directly to the west. Um, one that goes to the north, sort of, and then there's one to the west up the corridor a little bit. Whether right, yeah, uh, eighteen on an investigation around the room to see if there's anything. 
Yeah, useful. Sort of proper check. Yeah, you start picking through the the bits. You you can see most of whatever um, armor has been here has been ripped and torn apart. The leathers that that held them together have been chewed and gnawed, rending the bits of armor. You know, it not useless. Use, yeah. yeah. So you would you would have to to make them usable. You could melt them down and reforge something, but this in this state, no. So I reckon we go through this tunnel just. Good. So, actually, no, you, you confirm this roughly hewn tunnel reconnects, right? Not roughly hewn. That's on the other side. I was giving you that as a uh, as a comparison. <laughs> I reckon we go through this tunnel. Yep. Check that before we open any more doors. Yep. Okay. So, you walk, you walk up the corridor. Let's gather together. Yep. You walk up to the corridor, which goes north. You open the doors and you see the mirror of the room with the ballistas in when yep. you came down the stairs. Yeah. Um, and you can go back and there are a couple of other doors that you can explore. Right. You can go or yeah. you can go Seven into Seven points of healing. Room. Seven. Yep. To Nikron. As I cast a cure wounds. Cure light wounds. Right. So, um, no murder in here, though. Pretty, pretty crisp. Mm-hmm. So, let's- um. Ch- uh, moving on through, keep working our way through, but let's stay close together and uh, keep ourselves in each other's sights this time. Mm-hmm. Nikron, this way, Nikron, Nikron. Yep. Nikron? Yep, yep. This yep. way, this way, this way. Okay. Um, and move it on through. Okay. You got two doors on the western side, a northern door, and a southern door. Uh, let's try the two on the western side. First one on the west. Okay. The first one on the western side, uh, you open it up in in the fashion by which I'm assuming you do all of your doors mm. with Meradius going first, doing a perception check. 11. Uh, you don't uh, find any traps on here, but you do notice that this door in particular has much more banding, much more um, reinforcement yeah, uh, yeah, than yeah. the other doors in, in place. And as you open it up, you see a 10-foot kind of cupboard um, that that extends a little bit down, and within this cupboard, you can see uh, what was probably an armory, but all that remains now is some stone weapon racks, some wooden mannequins which have fallen into a bit of disrepair. Mm. Uh, that upon which once armor might have hung, some iron hooks on the wall which might have bore some shields and some weapons and stuff. But yeah, the whole thing is empty. Doesn't look like it's worth investigating. Nothing there to kind of check through, or is it worth taking a moment to push through that? Or room? you can see the like the mannequins and the racks yep. and the hooks. Yep. You can't see anything. Would, can't see anything in the room worth investigating, or can't see anything because of the mannequins. No, that's all you see in the room. Right. So this thing looks this looks empty. Let's uh, move it onto the second door on the west. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nikrin. Yep. Yep. Here, mate. I want to. I want to. Yep. 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 Trying to hold on to my sash and just swallow along. I beg your pardon. Second door on the west. Mm-hmm. You move to the second door on the west. A 10 perception. A 10 perception. You open it with uh, ease. This door looks well used. It's not. It's barely reinforced at all. Um, beyond there, you can, the door, immediately you see a tattered wool curtain um, that, even through the tatters, conceal three very neglected privies, each with a wooden bench that Anyone? is sat on the floor. Anyone? A While privy. we're here. Yeah. Use it or lose it. Escape. All right. Moving to the North northern door. Okay. Uh, 22. Mm-hmm. Perception. Open. 
you open the door, this chamber is quite a lot larger than anything, well, not even, not anything you've seen before, but it's akin to that open area in the middle. It's quite big. Oh. Um, and there's some large hearths that sit in the middle of it. Um, you uh, you think that from looking at the, the cots that lie scattered about the floor and the way the fireplaces are done, that this was a barracks room. Barracks, um, worth checking later, but this is where the people could go. Mm, yeah. Good, good call there, Flunt. Um, it's not often I find myself agreeing with you, but here's one of them. Take note. And then move back into the corridor for the southern door. Mm-hmm. So you move into the- Unless There's exits and entrance from the barracks? No, just that one door. Yeah. So we won't do- There's nothing in there that we can see in a kind of quick glance. No. no. And even then, the and cots the are scattered around. No smell in this place. Right. Just the smell of- Mustiness from it being yep. enclosed for for a period of time. Southern door. Any other suggestions here? Nikron, Nikron. I'm still here. Great. I'm still here. I'm getting a little jittery now. Okay. I need another shroom. <laughs> <laughs> you open the southern door into a, into a room that is uh, dominated by two rusty anvils that sit in front of two hearths in the most western walls moving into the mountain. Um, you can see that in this was a smithy uh, or a, a smithy area. There is a door that is in the the in the southern eastern wall, though, of this room. Should we move through? Yep. Sure. Southern eastern wall, let's go. Let's- Everyone make a perception as you move through. 19. 14. 10. Oh, you each hear. Just very dimly at first, from coming from one of the hearths, just a <laughs> kind of sound. And that sound gets louder and louder and louder. And eventually you see a flying creature coming out of the hearth. Always which we'll really discuss ner- next time. Oh, <laughs> I always get really nervous small- when Justin makes noises because uh-huh. half the time they don't sound like anything like uh-huh. what they're meant to. What do you mean? It's it's a fantasy world. What are you, what are they? What's a manticore supposed to sound like? <laughs> oh, is that a manticore? Can I just say also, in my defence, you fucking describe that. It's a fucking warren of. Sorry, I was just trying to rationalise how.